Hi, I'm Jody Millman, and this is Backstage with the Bardavon. Our podcast will draw back the curtain and bring you backstage at the Bardavon 1869 Opera House that is located in Poughkeepsie, New York. For more than 150 years, notables such as Mark Twain, Frank Sinatra, James Earl Jones, Mary Tyler Moore, Santana, Aretha Franklin, and John Legend have graced its stage. Since 2006, Mary Kay Verba has served as President and CEO of Duchess Tourism, Inc., a nonprofit designed to promote Duchess County's many tourism assets around the world. In 2017, Mary Kay was honored by Women in Travel and Tourism International as an outstanding woman in destination, management, and marketing for her work in helping to generate over $600 million in revenues for the venues, hotels, museums, landmarks, and restaurants in Dutchess County. We're lucky enough to have Mary Kay with us today to provide a sneak peek inside Dutchess Tourism and what exciting events we can anticipate this spring and summer. Mary Kay, welcome to Backstage with the Bardavon. Good morning. It's such a pleasure to be with you this morning. This is pretty exciting, isn't it? It is. It's always good to talk about tourism. Well, first thing is that you and I have something in common. And what's that? We had the same birthday. Oh, that's right. I that, forgot. That's yes, right. That's right. right. I saw it on Facebook, so a belated happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, and the same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, first, let's talk a little bit about you, Mary Kay. About me? Yes. I hear you're from Nebraska. I am. I am. I spent my uh, first 21 years out in Nebraska, uh, born and raised in a small community in the northeast corner. Uh, went to undergraduate school there and worked there for a while before I began my trek east. And what, what brought you to the Hudson Valley? Um, well, I left Nebraska. I went to Illinois. I was, uh, my background is in parks and recreation, so I was the uh, superintendent of recreation for a uh, park district there. Kind of hit the glass ceiling and uh, was looking around at what to do and thought, um, you know, I haven't been in the East Coast, and so why don't I take a look? around the East Coast, and I applied for a couple of jobs. One uh, was in uh, Westport, Connecticut, and the other was in Pauling, New York, and got interviewed. And uh, when I drove down the Taconic Parkway to go to Pauling for my interview, I had just, my spirit said, this is home. And <laughs> so nice. um, I fortunately got offered the job and took it, and uh, that's the beginning of my story in Dutchess County. And then from there, you moved on to become the Dutchess County Commissioner of Parks and Rec, correct? I did, yes. I was out in Pauling for uh, a few years, and uh, f- about uh, five, and then I came over uh, for five years with the Department of Parks and Recreation when the county had a separate parks department. And you were also an adjunct at NYU, correct? As an adjunct at NYU, and in fact, I was even an adjunct at Dutchess Community College for a couple of years. And here you are at, at D- Dutchess Tourism, and... A 2017 honoree, that's correct? Yes. Women in Travel and Tourism International Award. Yes. You're the Outstanding Woman in Destination, Management, and Marketing. Congratulations. Well, thank you. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. (laughs) It really is. Uh, Yes, I was very honored and very humbled to be recognized by my women peers in the travel industry, and uh, that was quite an honor. There's so many great people uh, that in the travel and tourism industry, it, it really is just one big family. So speaking of family, let's talk about the families who come to Duchess every year. Well, you know, I understand it was a banner year last year. It was a great year last year. Uh, 2017, we know that uh, tourism visitor spend was $601 million. 
Uh, we employ over uh, 11,000 people in the tourism industry, and that continues to grow, uh, particularly since we have uh, three new hotels opening up shortly. Um, and our culinary tourism uh, became the number one spend out of that $601 million. Uh, so food is very important to us. And, of course, families come. Uh, we have a wide range of visitors uh, in age from you know, families to 25 to 55, kind of our prime market. So lots of folks come and, and discover what we have here in Dutchess. What's the average length of stay? Do you have any idea? Um, basically, it's two to three days. Um, but we do know that our day tripper uh, is probably our, our most uh, important um, person that comes in. You know, probably 75% of our visitors are day trippers. Uh, we'd like to see the overnight climb a little bit. Um, and I think with some new hotel products, that will help open up some um, new market areas for us. Uh, but they do come. They come for two or three days. Uh, they discover our outdoors. They come to relax and get away and de-stress. Uh, but we're also a large wedding uh, venue. So we have a lot of weddings that bring families here. And, and in some cases, we're becoming a destination wedding spot. I, I talked to one wedding uh, event planner not too long ago, and she had a couple from California who wanted to come to the Hudson Valley and get married. That's incredible. It is. We're, we're being discovered, but, you know, we have such diversity here, and there's so much to do, and, and there's different unique places, you know, the old barns that people come to, the historic sites, uh, the natural scenic beauty, those are all great wedding sites, and so people want to come, and you have the greenery, you have the color, we have the diversity. Now, you mentioned that um, over $600 million is brought in from, the, from tourism. That's correct. Is that... Hotels is that? What, how is that spending broken down? Where 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 is this money going into? Well, it's going all over the place. It's mm -hmm. you know, it's the industry as a whole. It's the hotels. It's the transportation. It's the food and beverage. It's the attractions. It's the accommodations. It's the um, uh, retail. Uh, so it's it's everything that you when you're out traveling would go and visit money on, right. you know, or, or yeah. spend money on to <laughs> whether it's picking up gifts or food or. Uh, clothing, you know, I know that when I go away on a business trip, I usually have an hour or two, and that's about the only hour or two I have to go shop. Right, <laughs> so, right. You know, I'm, I'm buying clothes somewhere. Um, and so I think, you know, travelers do the same thing. You want you see something unique that might be different that's a boutique shop uh, on Main Street in Rhinebeck, and you want to go in and you want to buy <laughs> Uh, a shirt or a jacket or something. So it's the whole spend. And, and out of that, over $43 million in sales tax revenue is generated uh, for the county. And, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes in the county think, well, you know, tourism really doesn't affect me. I'm maybe a, 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 I have a drugstore or maybe I have a home business. But, you know, if you wanted to keep the same services in Dutchess County and you did not have the tourism industry bringing in the revenue that it does, property taxes would be about another $700 per household. So it really does touch every person in Dutchess County. And isn't it the fourth largest industry in the county? Yes, yeah. That's and incredible. it continues to grow. I mean, we may even, with, with tourism and agriculture, we may even be up there uh, number three right now. So Right uh, now, what is the biggest attraction in the Hudson Valley, or in Dutchess County? Well, in Dutchess County, I, you know, it really is the fairgrounds because really? there's so many activities that go on there with the Country Living Festival, the fair, the car shows, uh, the outdoor show, uh, the craft fairs. So if you take all of that into account and all the activities that take place, they get about a half a million visitors a year. 
you know, of course, the walkway. That's what I thought important. you were going to say, yes. Uh, very important. But again, about 60% of the people that use the walkway are within about a 30-mile radius. So when we count a tourism visitor, we normally look at 50 miles and more on a one-way trip. So, you know, that, that's pretty local, which is, which is good, you know, because we, we're a healthy county. We want to be a healthy county, so locals get out to use the walkway is good. And, you know, I know a lot of people that will walk one way, stop, have lunch, and walk it off going back the <laughs> other way. Uh, but, you know, it's, people come from all over the world to see it. It's the longest linear park in the world, uh, you know, because the county has uh, about seven or eight places here in the county that you don't find anywhere else in the United States. So, you know, those are one of the unique things that make us distinctly Duchess. Well, that's, that's kind of interesting when uh, you talk about the fact that it's a 30-mile radius. Because I know I've been on the, on the walkway. I've seen, spoken to people from China. I've spoken to people from uh, the Middle East. It's just incredible, the draw that that place has. Oh, yeah, you know, and there's still 30 percent or so that come from all over the world. So that's still a large number when you look at maybe three or 400,000 people. That's still a large percentage that's coming in um, from all over the world. And of course, being right off the train station, that helps. You know, people bring right. Metro North up. They want to get off. They want to walk. They want to hike. They want to bike. Um, and we have several walkable communities with Beacon and uh, even, you know, the hamlet of New Hamburg. You can get off there and go to Bowdoin Park or you can go to Poughkeepsie. And then that just kind of is a springboard for the FDR because the loop bus system uh, runs right from Metro North right up through uh, FDR site. So you can get off there and then be shuttled between their properties. Um, so there is some accessibility and, you know, it really does move people. And uh, we're out promoting all over the world. So, you know, we want everybody to come and enjoy themselves. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like you to give us a sneak peek about some events that are coming up this spring and summer in uh, Dutchess County. Anything you can reveal to us? Well, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, a couple of things that we're working on first kind of for the local um, product developers in the ag market is we're working with the Culinary Institute of America to have a food and beverage conference that will be happening in May. Uh, we've got some really great speakers. There's going to be three different tracks that will be highlighted. Uh, you know, what's the uh, economy of, of being kosher? You know, kosher isn't necessarily Jewish anymore. Mm -hmm. It's across the board. Uh, there's a lot of folks look, looking at that. Uh, vegan, you know, became very popular with plant-based foods and your diet and that kind of thing. And then the third will be on the artisanal market. Uh, we've got some great speakers coming in and some good workshops and then an opportunity to network after that. That's going on. Um, there's, you know, your normal activities with the balloon festival is going to be great this year up at the fairgrounds. That's, that's in happening. July. That's, that's in, in July. July. Yep, um, that's happening. Uh, we're working with the... Uh, Dutchess County or Mid-Hudson Roadrunners Club to, on the Dutchess County Classic. We're going to bring the marathon back, so uh, working with them, and that'll be on the rail trail and, and a part of it on the walkway. So we're very excited about that. That's in the fall, of course. Um, the uh, Country Living Festival coming back fair, uh, at the fairgrounds. Uh, the Outdoor um, Recreation uh, Expo will be at the fairgrounds this spring. Um, you know, there's, there, there's concerts in the park, the movies at the walkway. Um, so we're lots of things going on. Too many for me to remember. <laughs> Go to duchesstourism.com and look at the calendar of events. It's updated every day. <laughs> Don't we have a, a summer Special Olympics coming in as yeah, well? Yes, we do. Thank you very much. We have the, uh, we'll be hosting the New York State uh, Summer Olympics 
Uh, we'll be hosting about 1,800 uh, coaches and athletes, uh, and we invite the entire community to get involved because we need about 3,000 volunteers uh, for the day. It's a one-day event. Uh, again, you may think, yeah, you know, I don't know if um, that's a population that, you know, I might not be comfortable with, but we really need fans in the stands, and so everybody can come and cheer. You know, as athletes, these, these folks are athletes. They've trained. They've competed. Uh, performed, they've competed, they had to, they had to uh, score in their regional areas to come here and compete, and we really need people, you always perform better when you got people cheering for you. And, you know, a lot of times that the parents or caregivers for the athletes don't necessarily come with them because it's a break for them to have a weekend off when they the athletes travel with their coaches. So we really want folks to come out, and we want to show them a Dutchess County welcome. We want fans in the stands so you can go to the New York State Special Olympic sites and sign up as a volunteer. And when is that scheduled to be? Um, the the um, event will be uh, June 15th and 16th. Uh, the host area will be Vassar College. Most of the events will happen there, but there will also be some events at Dutchess Community College. There will be some events at uh, Fishkill Bowl, and there will be some events at... Uh, Mr. Todd's Gymnastics. So what kind of events are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about basketball and volleyball and um, um, bowling and weightlifting and um, track and field, all the track and field events that are with that. So there's probably 15 or 16 events that will be going on that the athletes will be competing in. Uh, so, the, so there's an opening ceremony Friday night. That's really, really special. Um, you know, it, it's... You see the athletes parade in, you see them, the enthusiasm there, you have the torch run, uh, you know, the law enforcement agencies have just been terrific with that, the torch is lit, everybody's excited for the games the next day, they're awarded their medals, and then there's a, just a kind of a big dance celebration on Saturday night, and it's, it really is... Um, a touching moment, uh, you know, and you can come and enjoy and celebrate with these folks that have trained so hard um, because I know, you know, I've, I've run in the past. I've been trying to get out running again, and it takes a lot of effort. And I tell you, <laughs> I've watched some of these athletes in their winter events, which they just finished uh, a couple of weekends ago, and uh, I'm sure any of them could beat me on any of my good days. <laughs> and if they if anybody wants information they should go to your uh, they can, yeah they can come to duchesstourism.com or they can go to uh new york state special olympics and google that and go on site and the forms will be up to register for uh volunteers uh and all the schedule the events and watch we'll be having um a press event coming up soon uh, this next month and and more information will be coming out um, we have to give the Special Olympics staff a little time to recover from Winter Olympics uh, before they go full force into summer. Well, as you know, Mary Kay, the name of our, pro our podcast is Backstage with the Bardavan. So we want to talk a little bit with you about the Bardavan. Um, I know that, you know, you've been a longtime supporter of the Bardavan. Have, has, do you see that as a draw for Dutchess County and as a draw for tourism in our area? Absolutely. You know, the arts play an integral part in... Um, the visitation and cultural culture that we have here. Um, and the Bardavan, you know, has been around for a long time. 1869. Uh, 1869. Chris <laughs> this Silva. is 150th anniversary. Yes, yes. Uh, Chris Silva does a wonderful job over there in um, uh, 
scheduling really great talent in the area. And, and, you know, when people come to visit, one of the things that we often get or one of the questions is, what's there to do at night? Right. And so places like the Bardavon and others uh, help to fill that void, if you will, um, because, again, you know, we're so close to New York City. A lot of visitors come up from the city, so they're kind of used to what the city has to offer. But the cool thing is, is that we have that same kind of quality here in Dutchess County. And through places like the Bardavon, they bring that quality to our residents and to our visitors. So, you know, they play a real key role. Uh, and, and they play a real key role in the revitalization of the city of Poughkeepsie. Um, and that's, that's a key component to Dutchess County. So as the city goes, so does the county. And we need to really do everything we can to support our cultural events like the Bardavon Canin Hackett Institute, the, the art galleries, the great things that are going on with the murals. But, you know, the Bardavon, again, a key component. You know, it's interesting. It seems like there are more exhibition art spaces that are open and galleries that are opening up. Just, there's the Queen City Gallery, which just opened up in the 300 block. There's a women's gallery on South Clinton Street. It seems like there's a real resurgence and renaissance in the visual arts in Dutchess County. Well, I think there is, and you know, that, and we see the, we see the benefit of that if you just look at Beacon. You know, what's happened with it when Dia came in and the artists that came in, and now a lot of those artists are, as, as Beacon gets, um, full and at capacity, those artists are coming to Poughkeepsie because there's a vibrant community there. And, and artists will draw artists, but artists also will revitalize downtown areas. And we see that happening in Kingston, we see that happening in, in Newburgh. So I think it's very important. And it also, uh, you know, people come and they want to experience what's going on in a community. They want to be part of it. They want to touch and feel and, and know the culture that's happening. So what the artists are doing there is just phenomenal. And um, that, again, just helps to draw because, you know, art is, is such an important part. If we're, if we're not creative in who we are and, and what we're doing, um, you know, we're kind of lost. It, you know, technology is great and we need that and we need all these components working together. But that creative spirit is what really, I think, moves us forward and helps us to reinvent ourselves and, and to continue to be on the edge of, of what's going on. And we've really seen such an um, uh, explosion in the contemporary arts. I mean, you know, you've got Dia Beacon, you've got um, just down to the south of us, you've got Magazino. Right. Uh, incredible facility. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, you know, I, I, I've just been there a couple of times. It's incredible. It's what they've done with an old manufacturing site and turned it in with this incredible uh, collection of Italian young artists. Um, then you tie that with Dia, and you tie that with Storm King, and then you bring them up to Vassar and what's going on at Vassar. And then, um, you know, just north in Rhinebeck now, we have a place called T-Space uh, that Architect um, uh, Hall is, is building, and it's going to be his collection, and there's going to be a library there, and he's going to employ three librarians, and he's got a sculpture park going on around the site. And then just a little bit to the north, you have Omni, so, you know, it's just kind of amazing when you sit back and look at that. We've just put a new contemporary art brochure trail uh, together. So we have that brochure available online and in our office for people. Um, so the arts really, really lay that foundation along with our ag tourism and our food and our history and our outdoors. Well, 
you kind of touched on history. I mean, we have so many historical spots in Dutchess County. I mean, probably per square per square population. <laughs> I mean, we have uh, from is Olana in and well, Olana is just over the border. Just but over that's the border, okay. but yeah. I mean, we've got the Roosevelt Estate, the Vanderbilt Mansion. We've got Locust Grove. I mean, there are just so many. We've got the Mills Mansion. I mean, it's just incredible. Well, and we've got everything from the American Revolutionary War up to modern times. Right. You know, so it's hist it's history of where it was, where it is, and where it's going. That's and right. uh, you know, and we've got you know the Eleanor Roosevelt's cottage, and there's no home dedicated to a first lady in the United States. States, except for here. So, and, and she's still, her leadership is so relevant today. And, and by the way, we're with the chamber, um, are working with the Athena organization. And in October, we're going to be holding a big international women's conference. So, you know, that really is part of the history. But we've got places like Mount Gullion, who, you know, could tell a story of the Revolutionary War as well as, you know, what it is like when a, a free slave comes into the area and maybe gets recognized and then how our local residents purchased his freedom. And, you know, we have groups looking at um, highlighting the black history in the area, and we've got some great archaeological digs, whether it's the Native American Indian dig uh, that happened at Bowdoin Park or up at Hyde Park with uh, um, the free, free slaves. Um, you know, and then you've got the continental history, and then you've got World War One, and, you know, that, there was a celebration last year with the parade and, and the soldiers that went from here to World War One, and before that, the Civil War. You know, there isn't a part of history, I don't think, that you can't touch right. here in Dutchess <laughs> County. Right. You know, so I, we could just go on for hours, and, and I, I am by no means any kind of historic uh, expert. I, I just get enough to get in trouble so I can go out and promote a little bit and, and, and kind of hook people into who we are and what we have. Is that the type of pitch you give when you go over to Europe and you do your international uh, solicitations of tourism? What do you tell them? Well, it kind of depends where we're at, you mm -hmm. know, because every culture has a little bit different interest. You what, know? Co what countries if, have you reached out to? Well, if we're out in Germany, you know, we talk a lot about the outdoors because we often are compared to the Rhine Valley. So we talk about our, his about our scenic beauty, about our hiking trails, about um, our foods and our, our culinary um, to that market. Um, if we're um, in England, sometimes in the UK market, we'll talk a little bit about our history because of Churchill's um, relationships with the Roosevelts and the King and Queen's visit, and you know we'll talk about that. Uh, so we'll pitch a little bit of history. We we'll maybe pitch gardens because the gardens are so uh, well known in England, and and people enjoy the outdoors and stuff because we have Innisfree and we've got Kerry Arboretum and we've got Weathersfield. Uh, we've got stone crop to the south of us. We've got a lot of outdoor. We've got the Vanderbilt, which does just an incredible job with what they do at the gardens there. So it really kind of you know if we're in China, uh, we talk about you know the unique spots where people can take pictures. <laughs> um, you know, so we, we do that. We talk a little bit about the walkway, but outdoors is, you know, but, you know, if we're uh, in that area, it kind of all depends on who, who we're pitching to and how we um, view our pitch and how we talk to them and, and what, you know, we've got several programs now with Norwegian. I was going to ask you. Flying yes. to Ireland. We're, That's because they're over at Stewart. You can get a direct flight from Stewart. To Ireland and Norway, correct? Uh, correct. Yep. So you know we're we were we're working with about a half a dozen tour operators over there. Uh, we've got bookable packages in there. 
um, program booklets. We're on their websites. We have gone over uh, and trained their travel agents. In fact, one of my staff is in Germany right now at ITB, which is one of the largest uh, travel shows in Europe. Um, we're actually, too, this is uh, the year of World Pride. World Pride has never been held in the United States, and World Pride will be in New York City. Uh, the last week, well, it's kind of the year of Pride in New York, but the real focus is around the last week in June, uh, around the Stonewall celebration, 50 years. But we're going to have a special event um, where we're inviting them to ride the Pride train on Metro North to come up to the FDR, and we're going to have a whole day of activities and a King and Queen's picnic and, and a, a lecture series. Um, so we're working with NYC and company on that. So we're in the Pink Pavilion at ITB uh, this, this month um, in a couple of days uh, promoting those activities and the Hot Air Balloon Festival and some of the events at the Spiegel Tent with Bard College. So, you know, again, it kind of depends where we're at, who we're pitching, working with Norwegian, working with the airlines, you know, helping Stuart, working with all our colleagues in the Hudson Valley um, on a monthly basis. So we're, we're out there pitching. And I Love New York has offices in Australia, in China, in uh, Germany, and the UK. So we work very closely with them as well. It seems like one area of tourism that's really exploded in our area is agritourism. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it used to be, oh, we were, a wine, we were a wine destination, but it's so much more than that now. It, it is. We have probably 30 different wineries, distilleries, and breweries. Uh, we just printed a new craft beverage brochure as well, but the day that we printed it, it was out of sync right. because another <laughs> brewery or another distillery <laughs> came online. Uh, we have a couple of them that are building visitor centers. We have Foxvale in uh, Hope, um, yeah, Hopewell, right off of Knoxon Road there. Um, we have uh, Shady Brook that's out in the Dover area that will be opening up. Uh, we have an, another distillery that's uh, looking to open up this spring on Route 22. Um, we have some new breweries, uh, of course, King's Court. A uh, wonderful facility in the city of Beacon uh, that now city has... City of Poughkeepsie. I mean, city, yes, thank you. <laughs> city of Poughkeepsie that now has... I knew that in my head. Um, that has the wine cellar. Right, the and wine the, bar and now, And they're yes. going to offer a coffee shop. And, and so that's that's really cool. You have two-way brewing and Hudson Valley brewing. and Plan B. Plan B. You've got Sloop. You've got King's Highway Cidery up in Millerton. You've got... It's uh, incredible, isn't it? <laughs> list goes on. Wait, you know, and I just say, if it, go out and drink, make sure you have your safe driver, <laughs> um, but you can drink your way through the county pretty easily, uh, either either with uh, alcohol, with tea, with coffee. We've got, you know, and the there's going to be a great coffee festival the first week in May up at the Culinary Institute, the first one with the Rotary Clubs last year. This year, they're going to be kicking it off again with their second, uh, about 20 different roasters there, so you can really get your caffeine on. Uh, <laughs> they're going to add some food trucks this year, um, so it, it'll be a great Sunday afternoon. Well, I'm personally a teetotaler, okay. so I have to, you know, I have to, you know, give props to Harney Tea out in Millerton. Absolutely, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to have a couple of tea places as well. So, yeah, and there's a wonderful little tea shop up at the uh, Poughkeepsie Plaza Mall. That's uh, right. Yeah. 
Uh, I've got to give them props. So Harney's Tees really well. Uh, you know, they're all over the world. I was in Alaska a few years ago and went into a little tea shop in Sitka, and that's all they had was Harney Tees. I was in Florida, went in for teas, Harney Tees, you know. So they, they really help promote us as well. <laughs> Which is great, isn't it? It is. It is. We also have a friend that opened a malt house up in Rhinebeck because apparently that's a big industry too because you need the malt to brew the beer. Correct. And, to do, and, and the distilleries. So that's what these people are doing now. So it's not just the places to go. It's these other little industries which are popping up. Right. It's all the support industries that we need to look at. And, you know, I mean, just look at the equine industry in the county. You know, there's so many horses and trials and the polo fields. You know, we have a, a club that comes up from Argentina for four months in the summertime up into the Pine Plains area. Um, and people don't think about that. You know, they don't think about the rolling effect that tourism has and these other uh, industries have within the community because it's just not that. It's it's everybody else that's connected with it. You know, you, you look at the the uh, agricultural industry and it's, you know, it's the farm tractors and it's the equipment and it's all that you need to support that. And it's the technology. You know, there's some wonderful things that are going on. The gentleman who purchased the farm up in Red Hook that's now doing Dell's Dairy, and he's he's got a fresh milk. He's doing some, I think, ice creams and yogurts and stuff. And then you've got Zoe's out in um, Arlington that, you know, you've got from hoof to cone in 40, 36 hours or something like that that uses all Hudson Valley fresh milk. But those, you know, those are all different things that are all part of this industry together. And it's small businesses building small businesses that really are the foundation of this county. Well, I mean, look at Hudson Valley Fresh, the co-op of all of the farmers who are creating milk and creams in our area. Uh, you look at Madava, which is producing world-class uh, maple syrup. I mean, it's just incredible the industries that are here in Dutchess County that maybe people don't know about. Right. I mean, we've got it all. I know. We do have well, it all. We do have it all. You know, we I know it's, it a, it's a cliche, but it does happen here, and, it, and, and you don't have to go far. And then with all that, too, we've got, you know, this great conservation and preservation of open space uh, that helps keep our county green, uh, helps keep our county scenic, that helps with the quality of life that we have. So if, if you're getting out and you want, you know, and the, and the county's now looking at, um, purchasing Lake Walton, which is just going to be a, a wonderful um, addition to our open space with the kayaking that can happen there and the ecosystems that are there. Um, so it's it's really the county, just the quality of life here. You know, when people come in, and, and I know our county executive, I've heard him say before, that tourism is the front porch. You know, people right, come in, true. they, they, they see like it, it, they like it, they want to move here, that's and then right. hopefully the next thing, their industry is here, which we've seen, which like Niche Modern Lighting and some of the other industries that have come into Duchess now, uh, you know, those folks came up here first for a weekend, and then they moved here, right. and then they said, well, why should our business be there, and we're here. So then they brought their business here. So, you know, it is, it's the attraction, it's the front porch, and uh, we want our front porches clean, we want them looking well. We want to give people that experience that they can hang out. It's casual, it's safe, but yet it's sophisticated. We also have a sake company that's going to be opening up in Hyde Park. Yes. Which uh, is incredible. It's uh, great. It's going to be the first sake company in the Northeast uh, or on the East Coast. Um, I think they're going to do an incredible job, again, the repurposing of a, a building that was sitting there for years. And um, years. And years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it's it's something for people to think about. You know, sake's probably going to be 
the new wine. You're going right. to sit down with a meal and you're going to say, well, what's... maybe not the new <laughs> wine. <laughs> people would argue. About that. You know, I'm sure the people at Hudson Valley Winery would argue. <laughs> and Millbrook, yeah. Well, it's going to be an additional. You know, what? What maybe what I'm having today is sake would enhance this <laughs> dish. Uh, and then with my dessert, maybe I'll, I'll have there a wine and, and that kind of thing. You know, there was uh, another big event which happened this past weekend, which both my son and I participated in, and it was an open call for the new HBO show that's going to be uh, filmed here in Dutchess County. It also seems like that industry, the film production industry, has boomed here. Well, it's really taken off, and it's taken off since we've been able to get onto an even playing field with the film tax credits. And I know sometimes people say, well, you know, here's another big industry getting tax credits. But I think we have to look beyond that. You know, we have to look beyond what that film industry is bringing to Dutchess County. Again, you know, we talked about the other businesses that are happening. Well, you take a film like um, the HBO series, uh, you know, and you look at who they involve. There's, there's contractors, there's carpenters, there's uh, hairdressers, there's... Caterers. Caterers, there's room nights there. You know, this is going to be a... Uh, film that's going to be here for 120, um, about 120 days, or probably when they get into filming, they're going to have 120 people on the ground. And again, you know, what a great opportunity to maybe be cast. You right. Know, 3,000 exactly. people show up for an open call. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's something that you can tell your grandkids or other people later it on. It's on did my you bucket today? list. What yeah, did I you know, what, what did I do today? Oh, I want to be on a casting call for right. a movie. <laughs> Um, but, you know, there's there's been so many uh, great films happening, and, you know, the Hudson Valley Film Commission has, has been a player with us, um, but, you know, our offices have taken on being the liaison with the film scouts here in Dutchess County, and, you know, we get calls, it, and it goes in spurts. Some days we get three different scouts looking for stuff, and, and it's, and it's time-consuming, but it's good, I mean, because they're very specific. You know, this film wants a house with three stories. It's got to have a certain porch. It's got to have a window up on the third floor. It's got to have doorways, and you know, so that takes some looking for. Right. You know, and then How do you it, find something like that? Well, we, we depend on the community. You know, we work with some real estate agents. We have a uh, advisory film committee uh, that we sit with, and, you know, we send out tons of emails saying, you know, we've got, we're looking for this. Anybody got any ideas? And, and we couldn't do it if it wouldn't be for the community. But we have our Film Duchess uh, Facebook page that, you know, people can look at. Uh, we have a, a Film Duchess uh, section on our website. Um, and then we just, you know, start putting out calls and talking to people and saying, you know, we're looking for this. And, of course, it's not only us. Their scouts are out. I know their one scout probably looked at 95 houses in Poughkeepsie. Uh, and that was going door to door and walk, driving down streets. And, you know, they were looking for a farm. So I connected them with somebody and their scouts are in their car looking at that farm or they're driving around Dutchess County or they're driving around Columbia County. Um, so it's it's a lot of time and it's a lot of time. And, 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 and with this particular film as well, you know, there's an empty office space that's now been filled for the last two months and will probably be for the next six. So, again... Everybody benefits, the economic benefit really outweighs the tax credits that are there, but also I think, again, because of the diversity of what we have here in the county, 
it really brings in the industry. And, and then when you have a, a film like A Quiet Place that gets number one box office when it comes out, producers will look at that too and say, where was that film? How did that happen? What was the cooperation with people? Um, we have a very supportive government. Our towns are supportive of it. So when, when you have that kind of support and you're willing to work with the producers and the film scouts, people will come and they'll come back. Well, I mean, we do live in a very unique place. And I think that's what you're saying, that we have something for everybody, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a movie shoot, whether it's a, a night out, you know, either for food or entertainment or lovely hotels or history. We have everything here in Dutchess County. We do, and we also have that nice little quiet space by the river. And if you don't want to do anything but watch the water go by, you can do that as well. Quiet Cove is one of my favorite spots. It, is that what you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, I mean, they, well, you know, and I sit on the waterfront down in Beacon on yeah. Sundays. And, oh, that's you beautiful. Know, you can kayak there. You can kayak there right off the train. You know, there's a great campground with Maylos not too far away, and he services people coming off the train. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of neat little spots, uh, you know, over on the eastern part of the county with the Appalachian Trail, uh, what the Harlem Valley Trails community is doing there uh, with what's happening out in Dover and Pauling um, with the green and, and some of the, uh, again, the artisanal shops that are opening up over there and, and what Millerton has with the Millerton Movie House and things. Just every corner of the county has something. And we're easy to get to. And we're easy to get to by Bike. plane, train, water, walking, biking. And with the Empire Trail coming in now, that's just going to open up access for bikers and, and walkers and rollerbladers from New York City. <laughs> rollerbladers. Rollerbladers. Okay. I got one guy that rollerblades. That's, that's what he does when trails. He takes his skates with him, and that's what he looks for. So if anybody's interested and they want to get more information about the special events or anything that's going on in Dutchess County, where should they look? What's Dutch, your website? DutchessTourism.com. Great. Well, thank you so much, Mary Kay. This has been terrific. It's I hope been you've great. had a good time. I did. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for including us and thinking of us uh, on your cast. Thanks again. Have a good day. Thanks again to Mary Kay Verba and the Bardavon 1869 Opera House for hosting our Backstage with the Bardavon podcast. Backstage with the Bardavon is produced by Patrick Watson and Jody Melman. Sound engineering and editing is by Ben Harris. Thanks again for listening and see you next time Backstage with the Bardavon. <laughs>